Welcome to the Live Full Podcast, a weekly conversation to help you pursue word and spirit for everyday life. God desires our obedience, but he also invites us into friendship. In this episode, you'll learn how to experience the fullness of friendship with Jesus. In John 15, 15, Jesus called his disciples his friends. There is an invitation to deep friendship with Jesus for all his sons and his daughters. Are you walking in the invitation of the Father's friendship? We just launched our new website where you can have easy access to word and spirit resources, updates about what's happening within LiveFull, and how to support the ministry. To view more, visit livefull.org. If you've been following along with us on the podcast or watching on YouTube, you'll notice that we have someone new with us today. Her name is Sarah Wampler. She's a dear friend of mine. Uh, she works here in ministry in Charlotte. She'll tell you more about that in a minute. And if you're wondering where Joey is, he is actually in a deep season of writing right now, and he'll be back after these couple episodes. But let's jump in. Sarah, I am so excited <laughs> to have you on. Woohoo! <laughs> so fun having you here. Like I said, Sarah is a dear friend of mine. She she is so full of the joy of the Lord. There are so many things I could say about her, but I want you to know that if you're listening to this in your car, joy, joy is just going to like <laughs> burst in your car. You might have to pull over on the side <laughs> of the road because your car is going to be filled with joy of the Lord. Sarah is, is gifted in so many ways. The Lord's grace has been poured out onto her she she's had such a fruitful ministry but more more than anything Sarah what stands out to me about you is this heart Mm -hmm. that is in passionate pursuit of King Jesus Mm -hmm. and his glory and you are so full of of the word of God and the spirit of God and you've taught me so much about God's word and spirit and so there's so many reasons why I'm excited for you to be on today and a quick side note Sarah has a (laughs) superpower of I've seen her do it before transforming just really ugly spaces into something really beautiful like I've seen you transform rooms that seem to have no hope so if you want her interior design skills you can email her at no no, I'm just kidding um but Sarah I would love for you to tell people just a little bit more about yourself and what you do Cassidy, that was such a sweet introduction. Wow, this is a joy. You're such a fun, fun human. Um, yeah, so I would say first, because I think it's easy to jump into what we do, but first, how God has made me is mm-hmm. to be a beauty seeker and a mover of people, um, which is kind of what you're referring to. Like, I love beauty in all forms. So I love flowers and gardens and mm-hmm. hikes and cute pillows and all the things. <laughs> um, and that's just how God's designed me. And I've been just growing and understanding that about mm-hmm. myself more recently. It's been really fun. Um, I moved here from Texas two years ago and I love North Carolina so much. I tell everyone that I meet that the trees here are amazing. <laughs> um, and I work at a local church here. And what I do is help people engage with what God's doing in the world <clears throat> and what it is that he is desiring for all people to experience in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I help them actually step into that work. So it's called mobilization, but that's what I do full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah is, uh, she's been so faithful. So I met Sarah when she moved to Charlotte and we were doing some work uh, a little bit together before I stepped into work at 
I live full. And so I feel like I've just gotten just to see so many different parts of your life. Mm. And I'm excited because today what we'll be talking about on this episode is experiencing friendship with Jesus, Mm. how friendship with Jesus is just Oh, it's just incredible. And, and, um, one of the first things that I feel like I notice about you, Sarah, is your friendship with the Lord, mm-hmm. which is so sweet because if you know, Sarah, if you're listening to this <laughs> and you know her, you're like, that girl has so many friends. She, <laughs> everyone she meets is her friend. I can be a witness to that. And you have such a depth of friendship with, mm-hmm. with both like just so many people in your life. Um, yet what has stood out to me is that, more than even the depth you have with so many different friends in your life, the depth that you have with Jesus Mm -hmm. and friendship with him far surpasses like any earthly friendship he has given you. And I just think that's so special. And it's, it is one of the first things I noticed about you. And so this episode is all about friendship with Jesus. We're going to have a hard time (laughs) containing this episode because I think we could go (laughs) on and on about it. But, um, I want to start us in John 15 Mm -hmm. to, to guide our time. Uh, because if you, if you're a child of God, God has invited you into deep friendship with him. He says in John 15, 15, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends for all that I've heard from my father. I have made known to you. So good. He calls us friends and yeah, Sarah, I'd really love to just start with hearing about how has Jesus spoken to you about friendship through his very word? Yeah, that's a great question. I actually hadn't ever really thought about this before you had asked me this, and it was fun thinking about it and kind of even going back to the Old Testament, thinking about his friendship with like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, mm-hmm. like showing up in the fire mm-hmm. and him literally being present with them in the darkest moment of their lives that mm-hmm. actually turned out to be the most glorifying moment of their lives and um, just so miraculous. And then Hagar, like God meeting with her in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And you have Ruth who comes from a foreign land. Just so many people in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just thinking about God's friendship. And then you you jump into the Gospels and just Jesus's friendship with the disciples in particular. And then people like Mary and Martha and Lazarus, like he spent time with them and he mm-hmm. ate with them and he walked with them and he, um, yeah, he traveled with them. And that's the picture that I have of Jesus as friend is not only in the new Testament, the way he walked with disciples, but also in the, the old Testament mm. too. Um, but recently I was reading through first Peter one and was reading these verses and I think it applies so beautifully. It says you love him, even though you have never seen him talking about Jesus, though you do not see him. Now you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious inexpressible joy. Mm. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. And I was thinking about how can we love him if we haven't seen him and it's true because of the reverse that he has loved us and he sees us and Mm -hmm. it's out of knowing that we're one with him, that we abide in him and he dwells Mm -hmm. with us that we can then have a friendship with him and walk with him. And the verses right before this say that we're guarded, um, on our way to heaven. Like we're guarded the whole way we're walked Mm -hmm. with God. Um, and that is, that's insane, mm-hmm. Cassidy. Like that's insane <laughs> that we have a God who is our friend yeah. and like with us in all things. Um, so yeah, those mm. are just some I could keep going, but <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, and I love the way 
Sarah, when you, when you speak the truth of God, it's something to where it just sticks out to me of like, you don't just know this to be true. Like you've experienced yeah. this and you believe it. Like yeah. you, you always speak God's word to me. I'm like, man, I, yes. Like <laughs> I believe it now. Sarah is like, you're, you walk in knowing God's truth and believing it. And I mm-hmm. think that's something so beautiful about you know, when we're talking about friendship with Jesus, it's not just something weird to know, mm-hmm. but believe and experience. Yes. Um, because yeah. God, I, I think about Jesus, even in the passage I read, John 15, 15, Jesus doesn't just call us friends mm-hmm. with his words. He does do that. Words matter. Um, but he also demonstrates it because yeah. right before he says, He's saying this to this d- the disciples. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life mm-hmm. for his friends. And Jesus demonstrates his friendship in that he yeah. he laid down his life for us. And that's what you were getting at too. And yeah. um, just this promise of, oh, because of what Jesus has done, he has brought me, he's invited me into this friendship. He's done everything to purchase this friendship for me. And so I just, I love that, that we see in Jesus this with his word and and demonstration, he shows us, um, that we are friends and yeah, you really walk in that and knowing and experiencing Mm. friendship with Jesus. I feel like every time I hang out with you, I'm like, man, I feel like it was me, Jesus and Sarah. (laughs) Like we were just like hanging out. Shout out Meshach, Abednego, (laughs) Cassidy, Sarah, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) and that's what I would love even to get into some of uh, how do you experience friendship with Jesus mm. in the day-to-day of yeah. just every day-to-day life? What is your experience in <laughs> friendship with Jesus? <laughs> I'm laughing because, yeah, there's just so many random, yeah, but we'll get into that. Um, I would say, Cass, that it really starts every day with spending time with him, which feels so basic to say, but the reason that's so important is because going to his word and seeing wait, who is God again? Mm-hmm. Cause you can't have a friendship with someone you don't know. Yeah. Um, and even with our own friends, we have to be reminded of their character. We have to be reminded of, Oh yeah, they're safe. I can trust them. I can talk with them. And with God, we are so quick to forget who he is and how faithful he has been. And so I go to his word every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even a step further than that, it's not just like a nice little quiet time, but I've learned over time how to, um, bring all of me mm. like every part of Sarah comes to meet with Jesus in the morning and if I feel like I'm holding back then that's what I talk to him about like why do I why am I trying to meet with you just with words like what's mm-hmm. actually holding me back from meeting with you like I would a friend um, and I've learned that the hardest things in my life or the things that feel maybe the most detached from God like the things that feel the silliest or the uh, most like petty are actually the doors to intimacy mm. with him. Like those are the things mm. that he wants to hear about and he wants to talk to me about. Um, and that can then lead to intimacy with him is like those places where I'm like, no door shut. I don't want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Those are the places. Those yeah. are the things. Um, just like with real friends, those are the places where we connect with them on the deepest level. So um, I would say, yeah, just mornings are really huge for me. And um a lot of pausing throughout my day and life. Mm-hmm. And uh, just thinking of an example of, I dropped two cartons of eggs in the past year, which <laughs> is like, how does that even happen? <laughs> I don't really know. I think I was carrying several things while trying to pull them out of my fridge, but just like eggs everywhere. And I just both times like started laughing because I was like, Jesus, 
like you see this and you are like what are you what are you doing like why did you try to grab the eggs when you had other things in your hand especially since you've done this before um but things like that like in the little moments of life I those are like these spaces that I try to remember like connect with the Lord and be like man no one else is here with me while I'm like mm-hmm. looking at all these yokes <laughs> one big yoke <laughs> I mean that is like Psalm 139 he's acquainted with all of our ways yes. like and you believe that even down to dropping eggs yes. and the yokes yes. like everywhere that is yes that is incredible yeah. and I, I I feel like in what you were just sharing I see that in your life of you see every part of your life as Jesus is inviting me into friendship in this moment, whether it's dropping eggs, whether it's you're at a farmer's market, whatever you're doing, Sarah loves farmer's markets, by the way. Um, (laughs) But I think that really shows your belief in Jesus calls me friend Mm -hmm. all the time. And we, we even, I think about like earthly friendships, how hurtful would it be if I was like, Sarah, Mm. we can meet at a coffee shop for one hour (laughs) and like, I'm down to hang out with you then, but the rest, I don't want to share the rest of my life with you. Like when I go to the grocery store or when I'm like at home folding laundry, like I don't don't want you there. Yeah. 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 And that's what we can do to Jesus when we don't, like receive his invitation of no all Mm -hmm. the time and that would be really hurtful to a friend if if you said that and um I just think Jesus is the one who created friendship how much more can we experience like the fullness of friendship with him Mm -hmm. and I love I mean I'm sure you have so many stories like the egg (laughs) dropping that you could name of like Jesus was was right there (laughs) with me um and he really is I just think we see this so much in in the scriptures too of Mm. of his friendship in the everyday life of I think even a story that sticks out to me is when Jesus shows up after he resurrected and he makes breakfast Mm. for the disciples the best in John 21 and I love it it's um John 21 9 through 14 in those verses he tells them come and have Mm. breakfast he literally Mm -hmm. says come yeah come and have breakfast with me he had just resurrected. He had just <laughs> went through so much. Yeah. And he's just like, coming up. Come. And it says he like cooked like it was fish. And what was the other thing? Is it bread? Yeah. Or fish something? and bre- yeah, broiled like, fish, I think. Yeah. yeah. And he like made that. Like he mm. spent time just like over a fire. That's so, yeah, it's beautiful. Even for so many listening. And I even remember being in a, in a point of relationship with God where I didn't, really know how to experience friendship with Jesus or even kept myself from that. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think, what do you think are some ways that people Mm -hmm. actually keep themselves from experiencing friendship with Jesus, even Mm -hmm. though he's already said like, you're my friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great question. Um, I think we tried to copy other people's relationships with God. Mm. So we'll hear a friend talking about how they interact with God. And we think like, well, I, that, that's not for me or I could never do that rather than asking the Holy Spirit like hey through the way you've made me would you Mm -hmm. show me how to be friends with you Mm. so an example of that is like I love going to parks like I mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. parks mountains beauty like anything gorgeous like get me out there and instead of compartmentalizing that and being like I have my time alone with the Lord in the morning and then I'm going to go to a garden later and it's just Mm going to be me 
like actually inviting the spirit, like come, like be with me. I know mm-hmm. you're with me, but would you show me how you're with me? Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes intentionality. It takes turning off our phones sometimes. It takes being willing to be alone, mm-hmm. which is probably another big barrier to this is a willingness to be alone and willingness mm-hmm. to be in the quiet with our own thoughts and with the Lord. Um, because it's a scary place yeah. sometimes because of the things that come out, out of us in the silence. But I think those are big barriers. I think um, we're afraid of we're afraid of engaging with God in areas that feel too messy or sinful. Mm. Like a, I think an example of that is just in sexual brokenness in spaces like that. We're like, okay, yeah, well, I know that I know the truth about those mm-hmm. things, but I can't actually in the moment where I have a lustful thought, mm-hmm. like actually be like, Jesus, you're with me here. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what are you teaching me about? about how you've wired me? What are you teaching me about who you are through this thought even? Mm -hmm. And how can it be transformed? Mm -hmm. Um, And how can I look more like you even because of meeting with you Mm -hmm. here? Um, But we just think we can't do that or that Mm -hmm. certain things in our lives are just too silly or too messy. Um, Mm. And I think kind of lastly, one that stands out to me that I think um, has been a barrier for me in the past and is a huge way that I've grown in friendship with Jesus over the years is Uh, being like we were talking about, like not being the kind of friend who only meets with God in one place, but that doing the same thing with true, like real tangible believers yeah, Um, and being willing to show up, especially with families. That's a scary one for Mm -hmm. us singles out there to like, how do I enter into a family's home and just be with them and be seen by them? And what if I'm like wearing sweats and have no makeup on? I've had a bad day. Am I safe here? Can I like bring my whole self here? Mm -hmm. And it's when we practice that in community with the body of Christ that that actually helps us open up to doing the same thing with God. Yeah. Like, okay, I was loved and accepted and seen when I was honest with these people in their space and their home that means also that I can be open and honest with God mm-hmm. um, and that he loves me. So I think they go hand in hand and we don't realize that when we cut off depth with people, we're cutting off depth mm-hmm. with God in mm-hmm. our friendship with him too. That's good. Yeah. And I, I love even what you were saying somewhat, even in the beginning of um, like, we can think our lives are too messy for yeah. God to enter into. Yeah. And I, I love that. Or like even bringing that out of like, people who may be listening to this that feel that way mm-hmm. right now and maybe need to hear God wasn't above taking on flesh yeah, and dwelling that's right. among us. Mm-hmm. And when he makes us children, he says we are temples of his yeah. Holy Spirit. And so now, and, and us being a temple of the Holy Spirit of God, of God lives in us his holiness is not diminished by living in these like treasures, the or these jars of clay. In yeah. these jars of clay, we have this treasure of, no, instead we're made holy. We're mm-hmm. made holy as God is holy. His holiness is not diminished by living in us. Instead, we're made holy and mm-hmm. can become like him. And, um, and I just, I just love that because it just shows us like he is this great high priest that can yeah. sympathize with our weaknesses because he's, he's taken on the flesh and he, and he knows. And, and, um, mm-hmm. and Jesus, just like Jesus was, when he was walking this earth, he would touch lepers yeah. and those who were unclean and Jesus mm-hmm. wasn't made unclean and said they were made whole. That's right. Um, and it just shows us, wow, he's done every, like he's done everything necessary. He pours out his spirit in full and because he's poured out his spirit in full, like that is what draws me near mm-hmm. to experiencing friendship with him. And you, Sarah, you live 
like the Holy Spirit lives in you because he does. Mm -hmm. And like you believe that. And I see that to be true. Even I have these moments I can like (laughs) even remember and picture in friendship with you where Sarah and I, one time we were at a garden and (laughs) I'll never forget. I'm like looking at plants and then I look over and she's talking with this man. And Mm -hmm. of course I walk up to the conversation. I just hear that she's talking to him about Jesus. And I just love how just because you're walking in the Holy Spirit, it's not like before you go up and talk to someone you don't know, you have to run and be like, hey, Jesus, can you come here? Like, (laughs) can you come meet this guy with me? Like, no, 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 you believe he's with you. So when you go up to this guy, I forget his name, you probably remember. Uh, Bruce. Bruce, yeah, 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 yeah. that was it, Bruce. You're going with this invitation to Bruce of invitation to the Lord, yeah. like that he's already given to you. And I mean, I can name so many other stories with Sarah, like eating out with her and her talking to the person serving us. And just mm-hmm. Sarah is like, it's as if like Jesus is just, you know, he's sitting at the table with us and mm-hmm. Jesus is introducing people. And yeah. like, I love that because you so believe Jesus is mm-hmm. invitation to friendship with you. You invite mm-hmm. others into that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just such a, a, a beautiful thing about like, no, no, Jesus is a friend that we, like, we want everyone to meet. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah. he's the best. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like how I feel about you. I'm like, you know, you gotta be at Cassidy. I recently told someone that they were like, I don't, I've never met her. I was like, oh, uh, you gotta meet her. Well, that's, that's <laughs> sweet. I just, yeah, it's just, oh, God created friendship and it's yeah. just so cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I would love, I think in talking about everything in friendship, like I think mm. a core, of what, I mean, we're made as relational beings mm-hmm. and we're made to be known and seen and loved. Yeah. Like we're made for that we're, and we're made for that to be fulfilled within God. If you're not experiencing friendship with Jesus, you're gonna try to find it mm-hmm. somewhere else. Um, but how have you, how have you, Sarah, even specifically, mm-hmm. maybe it's a story, have experienced being just so known and mm-hmm. seen in, in friendship with the Lord? Yeah, oh, so many, so many moments um there are two quick ones that come to mind the first is um about a year ago I had a doctor's appointment that I wasn't excited about and who likes doctor's appointments let's Mm -hmm. be honest but um I had just been learning about suffering and how Mm. it makes us like him and you know you hear these verses about like when you suffer you'll you'll experience more of Jesus or you'll Mm -hmm. get to um man it's totally going out of my mind right now but essentially that um suffering what it does is it's like a trial like fire that purifies our faith Mm -hmm. and brings it forth like gold and so many places in scripture that talk about that but that's like one thing to say it and it's another thing to live it and invite it like okay god i'm gonna actually enter into suffering inviting friendship with you here and so i went into that doctor appointment and was praying the whole time like God, I actually just want to, like, what would it be like if I just felt like you were, like, with me and mm-hmm. I got to know more of what it felt like for you to suffer um, in in this appointment? And, yeah, it, it was, like, not great and uncomfortable and, you know, all the things, but I just left it, like, beaming. Like, mm. I know more of Jesus. Like, I know mm. more of what he went through for me, like Mm. even just being uncomfortable, he was Mm -hmm. uncomfortable like every day of his Mm -hmm. 33 years on earth. And, um, that was just one where it's so, it feels so random, but I think because I so wanted, I was just was desperate. Like, God, I want, I want to be able to even enjoy you at a doctor appointment. Mm -hmm. Like, and he met, he Mm. totally showed up. Um, and then 
a long time ago, back in college, I went through a really hard breakup and, um, at that time was just beginning to understand like, okay, God's given me an imagination. David in Psalm 23, like uses his imagination mm-hmm. to describe his relationship with God as his shepherd. And so I closed my eyes and was like, God, could you just show me a glimpse of how you feel about me mm-hmm. right now and who you are in the midst of all of this pain? And he just showed me this door in a house, um, that had the mm-hmm. word grief on it. And, mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I didn't want to open it, but mm. I like <laughs> yeah. opened the door and turned it and, um, saw a little bit inside and Jesus was sitting in a chair in the middle of like a dark room mm. and he was just like weeping mm. and, um, he was weeping with and for me. Mm. And, um, it was one, it's one thing to know that mm. in theory and in, in word that God, cares about our you know we pray like god you know but that whole other thing for you to like see jesus like weeping on behalf of a breakup and be like oh this is not separate from my life with god like this is right where he meets me and he's actually even more heartbroken over this pain because he never intended for this to be the way the world is Mm -hmm. um yeah that that was just kind of a turning point too where after that, I just began asking God often, like, could you show me? Um, mm. I have a very vivid imagination. I'm very, very much a visual learner. And so, like, God, would mm. you show me in this situation um, in a way that is in alignment with your word, mm. who you are yeah. and what that means for this moment right mm. now? Um, so that was, that one was Mm. pretty life changing. Yeah. Oh, praise God. I love, you've told me that story before Mm. and every time it just like leads me to worship and just seeing how specific, like Mm. God, he speaks to each one of his children so differently, yet (laughs) so specifically, like he calls you by name, you know, and because he calls you by name and knows he knows you better than anyone else Mm -hmm. knows you. Of course he's going to speak then into your life in ways that no one else Mm -hmm. could. And I love that story because it just shows just the intimacy of Mm -hmm. friendship with Jesus um, and how it's still something that you just, it's like this memory that you Mm -hmm. have with Jesus in your friendship of like, Oh Jesus, I remember when you showed me that and it still brings you to tears. Um, so special. And, um, yeah, I would, I would love Sarah for you to just even share one last encouragement or takeaway to those listening that they want to experience deeper Mm. friendship with, with the Lord. Um, it's just something you would say. Yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, really, what just came to mind is bouncing off of what you just said, uh, which is that we we need to make memories with Jesus mm-hmm. if we're going to have a friendship with him. Like, we can't have friendships with people without hours and hours of random things with them mm-hmm. and talking and going to the farmer's market and uh-huh. um that's not possible without many hours and specific things we can point to and say like, man, remember that time when like, that's what forms a friendship. And, Mm. um, so I think just like asking God, like, God, would you help me form memories with you? Would you help me when I drop the (laughs) the eggs on the ground? (laughs) Um, and it makes an excellent story. (laughs) I had to, I had to, um, Would you like, would this be a memory that you and I have? And would that just be my life is like memory after memory after memory made with you. Um, and specifically asking him 
again, like based on how you've made me, because not everyone's going to want to go to a garden or a mountain to meet with God. That's not helpful for everyone, but it could be a like through, I have a friend who reading a book about theology, like that mm. is how he meets with God. And so, um, God in these spaces that are specific to how you have wired me, which is another beautiful part of friendship is like, you made me this way. Yeah. Uh, would you meet me here? And would you show me more of yourself and, um, yeah. And help me make memories with mm, you. That's so, so sweet. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, what is the next thing I want to do with Jesus? <laughs> now I'm like, yes, I'm ready. Um, and just so sweet, Sarah, I've experienced just in friendship with you, just this deeper hunger for friendship mm. with the Lord, by the ways you just, you walk so closely with him. Um, mm. Oh, we, that's all that we have for this episode. We no, could keep talking though. Forever. I don't want to, <laughs> no. um, but thankfully Sarah's going to be with us. Uh, our next two episodes next week, we're going to be diving into the spiritual gift of leadership with Sarah. And I'm so excited. We'll see you then. Sounds good. Thanks guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the live full podcast. All of our episodes are now available on YouTube at livefull.org slash YouTube. If you're watching this, hit subscribe and you'll get notified about new Word and Spirit teachings. One of the best ways you can follow the Spirit is by practicing your spiritual gift. And we wrote a book to help you do just that. And if you'd like to learn how to know your gift and how to practice it, you can get a copy of the book, Use Your Gift, at livefull.org book.